Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burroughs Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello there. Thank you. Thank you very much. <clears throat> Thank you. That's um, that's Pat there with some applause. Thank you. And his dog. Uh, thank you. Much <laughs> Thank you. Uh, very mu- thank you very much for that. It's a good high energy start to the show. Hello and welcome to a brand new week. It's good to be here. Wonderful news I woke up to this morning. Uh, a quick Google uh, told me that my net worth is three million dollars, uh, which is wonderful news. Uh, I had no idea. I also woke up to a text message saying I was 16 pounds overdrawn and that fees would be applied to my unauthorized overdraft. So uh, hard to know which to believe. Um, can't can't believe anything you read these days, can you? Um, speaking of which, you know, I was going to talk about uh, Pretty Patel, but you know what? I, I want to bring on, and I still haven't, ah, I still haven't done, still haven't done him a jingle. But I, I had the idea for it this morning, and that that's that's got to count for something, hasn't it? Uh, it's the one and only Mick Wright. You definitely need some some walk on music, Mick. I'm sorry, that's terrible. Yes, good morning. The good. lack of jingle doesn't, the thought does not count. Does that's it not? a lie you were told ah. when you were young. That it's the thought that counts. Okay, it does what if, not. What if we live like, in a brutal, we live in a brutal capitalist system, Jake. Okay, well, what if I were to sellotape two pound coins inside a birthday card and give you that instead? Uh, yes, that would be good. Because that was that that's something good. I did at that's, school. That's how that's how you make journalism pay now. <laughs> what I wanted to ask you, and you know, we never talk when we're not doing this, which is really stupid. Um, Wait, will but, we have brief email interactions? Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is true. What genre? Yeah or style of music would you like for a jingle? Ooh, that's interesting. Uh, mm, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the hardest possible one for me to have to do. Klezmer <laughs> 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 um, music. No, Klez- no. Oh, some please, kind of, please. I love Klezmer music. It's like my favourite. Some kind of, uh, some no, kind of 90s it. ambient. No, um, no, it's Klezmer yeah. the whole way. That's what we're having. Okay, good, good. So, look, I literally just read this story uh, about Priti Patel, who's proposing to follow Denmark's lead on immigration. 
uh, and send immigrants for processing overseas, which sounds like a really good idea because what happens in Rwanda tends to stay in Rwanda. Um, uh, Denmark are proposing Rwanda. And I, I'm confident that that's the sort of place where we would uphold those high standards of welfare that innocent people enjoy so much in places like Yarlswood and Napier Barracks in Folkestone. Um, and I was wondering, is there, you know, this is this is not that. And you wrote a very uh, good piece in your uh, brokenbottleboy.substack.com newsletter this morning about uh, the dead cat fallacy and how it's deployed too often as a as people claiming something's a dead cat moment yeah i mean can you can thing. you define I, a, a dead cat thing first for anyone who well i mean yes uh boris johnson actually wrote about the dead cat strategy uh when he um just after he'd won the um his second uh met london mayoral race and it's it comes from uh, who I described, Lytton Crosby, who I described as an animated Antipodean bin bag of entrails this morning. But he's a he's a political strategist who's helped the Tory party uh, over many years, as well as some um, right wing parties in his native Australia. And basically, Boris Johnson wrote in, a, in, a, in an article for The Telegraph in 2013 what dead catting is. So he says, let's, you, let's suppose you're losing an argument. The facts are overwhelmingly against you. And the more people focus on the reality, the worse it is for you in your case. Your best bet in these circumstances is to perform a manoeuvre that a great campaigner describes as throwing a dead cat on the table, mate. There is one thing that's absolutely certain about throwing a dead cat on the dining table, and I don't mean people will be outraged, alarmed, and disgusted, although that's true, it's irrelevant. The key point, says my Australian friend, Mr. Crosby, no. is that everyone will shout, geez, mate, there's a dead cat on the table. In other words, they'll be talking about the dead cat, the thing you want them to talk about, and they will not be talking about the issue that's been causing you so much grief. There we go. So, yes. So, uh, yeah, but, but it's happened, often deployed, this... isn't it? Uh, people say, oh, that's a dead cat moment. And it, and it isn't, you're saying. Yeah, since this became, I, I mean, so he wrote about it in 2013 and, and around the 2015 election, there was a lot of talk about um, Crosby's advice to Cameron's Tories uh, using dead cat moments throughout that campaign. And it's certainly true that they did. And Boris Johnson has done uh, in the past, but not every story is a dead cat. So. You know, people immediately started to say that about the uh, Hancock affair coming out. Oh, yeah. um, it's not that. It's not a dead cat moment. I, I, my view on it has been since it hit the sun front page on Friday or Thursday, Friday, Friday, um, mm. was that it, it's very convenient and useful for Boris Johnson, who had wanted to get shot of Hancock anyway, and is now able to get shot of him without having to um, look like he's... Uh, listening to Dominic Cummings, but it's not a dead cat moment because right. this government's not that interested in distracting from the bad news because or, or news that is uh, inconvenient to them because it hasn't affected their polling very much. And most, you know, a lot of stories that we're told consistently by Westminster commentators are, you know, they're going to change the game or he, he won't get away with it this time. Uh, mm. it, they don't change the game and he does get away with it this time. Yes. So, you know. It sort of feels a little bit like EastEnders in that respect. Uh, in that it always just resets, doesn't it? Uh, nothing really changes. Look, yeah, I have every got... time. Every time Boris Johnson falls in the canal, he comes back again later. <laughs> the dirty den of British politics. <laughs> Look, I have got a jingle for uh, Hancock's. Uh, here we go. Hancock's final hour. There we go. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, 
it looked to me that footage of like you know when you used to pretend to canoodle at school and you go like that it looked like that to me uh yes it was um it was uh deeply that like the the very definition of unerotic it was it was very Um, troubling i mean obviously one feels for his family more than anyone he's got kids going to school he has a wife well he had a had a wife um well still does still does yeah at this at, at this time at the time of recording who's been uh hounded by the press uh it's a curious stance isn't it to be a sort of moral arbiter saying look at this dastardly man and then pursue an innocent woman yeah and they do stuff like constantly take pictures of her hand and go see see she's still wearing her wedding ring and um look how dignified she is as we uh, send reporters and photographers to stand outside her house and shout at her yeah um there was yeah. a there was an interesting sort of development over the weekend. I, I glanced at the papers. I was not as forensic as as you are, and everybody should watch your Twitch stream. I suspect at one o'clock today. Yes, indeed. Everybody should watch. I'm going to try and watch that today. I never watch that. I got to watch that. Um, in fact, hang on. I'm going to. I'm going to. Sorry, we, we, we've got a moment. He's uh, making a note. Oh, I can't make it work. Never mind, I was going to set myself a reminder. Anyway. Sorry, I'll just harangue you on Twitter to remind you. Okay, fine. Look, glancing at the papers in a very cursory way, I felt like a new narrative was already being sort of spun out, which is this idea that Hancock uh, is going to move in uh, with um, Scola D'Angelo. Um, and it was, it, was, it was almost like a hello piece of kind of starry-eyed lovers move in together to begin an exciting new life. Yeah, I mean the briefings from his friends, which I believe to be Matt Hancock and a various various uh, humorous uh, mustaches and different hats, uh, is that it's um it's a it's a love match. Um, I would say give it two to three months, and then we get the um, Matt Hancock confesses all Sunday supplement um, piece okay. about 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 how deeply sorry he is for what he did but you know how love is hard to fight and all that kind of thing nice. and it's it's i wouldn't put it past him to be back in cabinet at some point got to remember pretty patel was sacked from cabinet for running her own independent uh, foreign policy <laughs> popping over to Israel to talk to the Israelis about foreign policy completely off the books. Mm. She's back in there. Gavin Williamson um, left cabinet for uh, apparently leaking national security secrets. Uh, he's back in government. So mm. this, you know, the post shame government environment means, uh, you know, mm. it could, it could well happen that he yeah. returns at some point. And no certainly one... Boris Johnson's left the door open. And no one really cares, do they? I mean, this this is the problem. I think people, you know, who, who've been affected by coronavirus were deeply uh, offended by his behaviour in terms of social di- distancing. Um, but actually, you know, the other aspects of that, how was this woman employed? What is her role? Uh, and what, what about her brother who's had whose company has had large NHS contracts? What about the publican who who happens to be nicely close friends with Matt Hancock, who got a massive contract yeah. for materials that ended up not being um, actually usable? Yeah. yeah, nobody cares. How do we make people care, Mick? Well, it's, it's, well one of the reasons that people don't care, and I, I I get frustrated about this quite a lot, is journalists say, "Well, people in um, 
you know, Bromley or Batley or wherever, you know, get, name three places that are have the same first letter. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but um, they don't care. And and actually what I think what they should, that should be a deep shame for journalists to say that as individuals, that should be a deep shame. They should say, well, actually it's pathetic that we in our roles cannot um, make these stories interesting. There's a really annoying glib thing that Matt Chorley says on his Times radio show every morning. He says, oh, it's politics without the boring bits. And I'm like, no, really, if you're any good at your job, you can make anything fascinating. Look at the FT, which has done incredible work on the um, Lex Greensill stuff, right? right. The, the idea of um, this is really complicated financial stuff, but they reported that in a very um, consumable way that anybody could understand it's possible to make anything in politics interesting if you want to but the reality is it's not the jobs of ta particularly tabloid journalists to make this stuff interesting it's their jobs to say oh that's just politics and that's boring because they don't want people to be engaged no not really it doesn't no. serve their proprietors well to do that no that wouldn't do at all would it um well uh it'll be fun to see i mean saji javid's back and that's great because it always reminds the me Saj. of the mouse robot in Star Wars. Sad. They're calling him like um, the, the the son of put the thing today about how he's a superstar and a working class hero and all this kind of stuff. It's yeah. absolutely farcical. <laughs> um, and as someone said yesterday, I, I wish I could credit them. There was a good tweet about this. Um, oh no, I know who it was. It was um, Francis who writes for the Guardian. She she said um, that she's really fed up of this thing of like, oh, it's brilliant, a bus driver's son um in 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 power like in the same way that um Sadiq Khan is a bus driver's son well it yeah. only matters if a bus driver's son gets into power and makes things better for people who are still bus yes. drivers and bus driver's sons yeah. otherwise it's just um yeah just gleefully you know. leaving all of that behind and yeah it's just says. marketing yeah exactly um Mick thank you so much for being here uh people should tune into your twitch stream at one o'clock is it yes, Broken indeed. Bottle Boy? Twitch.tv slash Broken Bottle Boy? Yes, it is indeed, yes. Fabulous brand synergy. Uh, and people <laughs> should subscribe to your newsletter. You can get it for free, but you get more stuff if you actually pay the money. But Pony up. And yeah, it, it, it helps keep me in, um, in, in newspapers and antidepressants. <laughs> That's all you need. Uh, yes, it's brokenbottleboy.substack.com and uh, do follow him on Twitter. It's at brokenbottleboy. Thank you so much for being here. I promise you, you're going to have the Kletzmer jingle of your life next week. <laughs> we will see. Oh, before you go, are you a fan of Martin Roberts, the host of Homes Under, uh, Homes Under the Hammer? I'm familiar. I wouldn't say I'm a fan of him. I'm certainly familiar with him. I've got some spectacular news about him coming up. All okay, the important well, I stories. Will, I will jump over to YouTube and continue to. Of course, you will. From there. Brilliant. We'll see you there. Thank you so much, Mick. See you later. We'll see you soon. Bye bye. That was Mick Rush. In the meantime, uh, Pat's been in touch. Hey there, first time listener, long time caller. Uh, has anyone seen this? I found an advert in a mid 80s sci fi magazine for a Japanese import. It's the John Holmes Interstellar Conflicts, brackets any similarity to the Star Wars franchise is purely coincidental and is not to be inferred. Close brackets. Oh, yeah, I think I did see something about that on the internet. Uh, he says, uh, the John in this amazing set is all silver with light up eyes, all sorts of laser blasters and a spinning crotch rotor. <laughs> I think I think that's modeled on real life. Uh, also in the box are his robot friends, Far2D2 and C3P. Oh, what? Uh, if anyone has one of these super rare sets, I will swap my whole collection for it. 
yours hopefully pat yeah well um i've got a bone to pick with john holmes um his controversy for coins has landed me in hot water with the tubes uh hi not today we've reviewed your appeal for the following content uh, video making not today 21 6 23 with john holmes we reviewed your content carefully this is off of the tubes uh, and confirmed that it violates our medical misinformation policy we know this is probably disappointing news but it's our job to make sure that the tubes is a safe place for all i'm saying this because presumably some algorithm has automatically transcribed everything i've said and that john holmes said from last wednesday's uh live stream and deemed it to be uh, filled with mes medical misinformation. Um, it uh, says we won't be putting your content back up on the tubes. Uh, if your appeal was for a warning, you'll not be given another warning in the future. Uh, so that was that. That's it. That's my first and final warning: not to give medical misinformation. Which, uh, if anyone took what I was saying as being medical information, I will just make the point. There are a lot of videos still on YouTube of people drinking their own aged urine, which is something I would not endorse medically. But they've been up for ages. Unbelievable, isn't it? It's one rule for everybody else and one rule for... I don't really know what I'm saying, but uh, speaking of uh, rules that apply for somebody... Listen, 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 listen. Uh, we need to talk about Martin Roberts. Uh, he's he's someone that I feel we need to extend quite a lot of care and concern towards. You know, I'm not here to mock this guy. Uh, I'm simply here to uh, say, are, are you are you OK, Martin? You know what? You're doing just fine. Just relax. Um, this came out uh, on the 21st of June. Um, he He posted this and I'm going to share it in its entirety with you. Um, here we are. Hey, Martin here. Um, I need your help. Um, I'm just, uh, sitting outside the house filming in Coventry. Um, and you know what? I'm a bit cheesed off. Uh, it's been a really, really rough few weeks. And, um, I've just heard that Strictly, which is something I would absolutely love to do. I can't, won't even have a phone call with me to see if I might be somebody who might be suitable for Strictly. And it is something that I would love to do and not even offer me the chance to have a quick conversation and point out the fact that I haven't got many years left in me. My body is falling apart. The the guarantee is oh. running out on various bits and pieces. And, and I am running out of chances to do something that I would love to do and my daughter would love me to do. And I think I'd be really fun at. So... Can we start some kind of a campaign? This is probably totally wrong, and I shouldn't be asking. But can we get a groundswell? Doesn't anyone be bothered to actually try and do something? Let's just uh, um, Martin for Strictly. Let's do a hashtag Martin for Strictly, and and see if if we can just at least get me somewhere down the line um, to have a chance to do this. Because loads of people seem to think they'd quite enjoy me on it. And I'd certainly love to give it a chance. I've got some ghosts to do with dancing, which I've got to try and, um, yeah, <laughs> exercise. All will be revealed. Um, but, yeah, so sorry to ask and all that, but um, I'm a bit hacked off, really. So um, whatever you can do to help, and if you happen to be from Strictly, give me a chance. 
just to at least tell you <laughs> what I'd like to do. Okay, that would be really great. Oh, Seriously, thanks yeah. for any help you me. <laughs> Seriously, you're welcome, Martin. You're okay, hun. Um, we're all okay, but literally have literally, and I don't use that word unless it is literal, uh, just had news um, that there's a COVID case at my child's school and uh, I need to uh, go and get him, like, now. So, bye. <laughs> I'll keep you posted on the Twitter. I'm sure he's fine. Barney says, this is a call to arms. You must write a musical about how great Martin would be on Strictly. Oh, that's a really good idea. I might have a go at that. Uh, thanks again to Mick Wright. Go and subscribe. Brokenbottleboy.substack.com. It's a fantastic read. Even just the free stuff is brilliant. You guys have a good day. And take care of yourselves out there. This is not over, is it? Bye, loves. This has been a Swanburst Media production. 